Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. like this storm is going to let up none for spell, Mr. Dillon. No, it sure doesn't, Chester. I never seen country that beat this. Uh-huh. There just ain't no halfway about it. It's either hot and dry or cold and wet. Ain't that so, Mr. Dillon? Uh-huh. Seems like a body should have it a little better than that. I swear you can either fry yourself to death or get soaked to death, and that's about the way it is. Well, there's one other way, Chester. How's that? You can talk yourself to this. Well, now, Mr. Dillon, I was just saying how things are. Chester. Did. Yes, sir. Well, we better start looking for a place to take cover. You may be right. We just might get soaked to death. Ah, over there, Chester, that shack. Chester, I see it. All right, we'll head for it for the night, huh? All right, sir. Well, there ain't even no shed there for the horses. Well, let's ride around to that side, out of the wind. I believe I'm there. Shelter. Doesn't look like the shack is either. Come on. Well, I sure didn't expect to see no stove in here, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, I don't expect you'll find any dry wood either. Mm. Right about that. They ain't a stick. Well, we can shake some of this water off anyway. Well, that's some better. Mm. Ain't much warmer in here than two winters out. You can always stay outside with the horses, Chester. Well, now I... If you don't mind, I'm going to try to get some sleep.
have dropped their guns. Me and Mosley's particular when we walk into a place. Uh, particular. They're not very friendly. Yeah, we figured to live longer this way. Who are you? Matt Dillon. I might ask the same of you. Who's the other one? Well, I'm, I'm Chester Proudfoot. If that means anything to you. No, it don't mean nothing to me. And as long as you behave yourself, maybe it won't. I don't know who you are, mister, but... You, you... sit right there where you are. Mostly get a light going. Sure, Hud. to me. Now you just see... Shut up. What are you doing here? Uh, You put that gun away. Maybe we can talk. You ain't calling the play. Hey, Hud, he's wearing a badge. Hello? Now, who told you, mister? Who sent you here? I don't know what you're talking about. Millie, Millie done it. Oh, now, Hud, I don't rightly... She done it. She called the law on me. Well, she ain't never done it before, huh? She was bound to turn me in one day, and she done it. Well, I'll fix her. Now, I'd wait. You ought to give her a chance. She sure didn't give me much. She'll be here with the grub for a long wait till then, Hyde, and give her a chance to talk. Now, there ain't no use waiting. Why, sure there is. Besides, Hyde, you wouldn't want to go off and leave these two like this. They might break out. Well, maybe you're right. Sure, I'm right. Just sit down, huh? And wait till Millie gets here and, and let her speak her piece. I can tell you right now, nobody sent me after you. Even though it would have been a good idea. Shut up, you. You better look out who you're You keep to. shut, too. I'll beat your head clean off. Now, we just sit here like Mosley says. We just sit here and wait for Millie to come. <laughs> Somebody coming now, Mosley. A buggy. It's really all right. Now, you just keep quiet. I'll do the talking. Just give her a chance. I'll give her a chance. Hard, I brought the food like you told me. You done it, didn't you? You finally done it. You sit right there, lawman. Keep him covered real good, Mosley. All right, Hod, but take it easy. There's no use bullying her for something she didn't do. I told you to shut up. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'll keep your big mouth quiet. Time up, Mosley, both of them. I want to talk to Millie. You sure? Do what I tell you. All right. Millie? I ain't done nothing. He's here, ain't he? The law's here. What's none of my doing? I ain't believing that, Millie. You've been just crying to get the law on me. I ain't done it, Hart. You've always been too nicey-nice, Millie. You ain't never took to my riding out. I don't hold with thieving, I gotta say that, but I didn't... So you finally told the law. You finally tried to fix me. Honest, Hart, I didn't do it. I just brought the food here like you told me. Please. You're lying. No, Hart, no. Leave a be, Stay Hart. back, Mosley. Now listen to me. You... Waste any more time. We won't be there when the stage comes through. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. You bet I'm right. Come on now, leave her be. That's right. All right, Mosley, all right. But I ain't leaving her here like this, free with the law. You tie her up. She won't do nothing. I said tie her up. Then we'll get out of here. so heavy-handed mean. Uh, you want to get free of him? I'm feared to. I'm feared to death, too. Uh, you tell me where he's gone. He'd kill me, Marshal. He just plain beat me to death. And if he was arrested, you'd be free of him? But maybe only for a little while. When he got out, he'd get me. Somehow, he'd get me. All right, then, Millie. Chester? Yes, sir? I want you to take her into Dodge. Take her into... Right now? Right now. Tell Kitty to take care of her till I get back. You going after them men? I'm going after them. While the tracks are still clear. Well, I'd ought to go with you, Mr. Take the woman into town, Chester, right now. Well, if you say so. I say so. Now get going. day for it. The gold don't wait for good weather. Right here in these rocks is like lying in a barrel of water. Shut up, Mosley. Next time I'll pick me a man to do the job with me. Any man can get cold and wet. Just shut up and watch for that stage. What's that? Some rocks washing down, I reckon. Sure would be nicer if it was dry. Will you quit your music? All right, stand easy there. The marshal, get him. Marshal. Yeah, I'm the marshal. 
you get hot? Not yet. Where is it? He's running, Mosley. You run off? Yeah. I shouldn't have done that, Marshal. You run off and left me. Man, he shouldn't have run off. shouldn't. But I tell you one thing. He's not running fast enough. to scare to death. She's scared enough already. Well, I'll try, but seeing me isn't what she's scared of. No, I guess you're right. Uh, try to take it easy, though. Huh? Sure, Doc, I will. I'll see you later. She'll be feeling very well for a long, long time. She's been through a lot. Yeah. Doc says I could come over and see her. Yeah, sure, Matt. But be easy on her, huh? I'm not going to beat her, Kitty. Of course not, Matt. But those questions... Listen, are... Kitty, it's time you and Doc realize something. What? I'm not asking questions to hurt anybody. The questions I ask may just save her life. Sure, Matt. All right, let's go upstairs.
Millie. Millie, Marshal Dillon's here. He'd, he'd like to see you for a minute. Can I bring him in? Bring him in. Marshal. I, uh, like to ask you a few questions. You didn't get him? No. No, I didn't get him. I killed Mosley, but, uh, Hard got away. He'll be back. He'll be back for me, Marshal. Millie, I want to keep him from hurting you. You believe that? I believe it. But nobody can stop him. He'll be back. He'll hurt me again. Well, not if I find him first. You won't find him. Well, I might. If you tell me where he might be. Or he goes to hide out. I can't tell you anything. You know where he came from, Millie? Millie. Millie, if you tell me, it might save your life. Marshal, I... I'd like to tell you, but... I can't. I can't. All right, Kitty. She's scared to death. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kitty will know where I am, Millie. If you decide you want to talk to me. He'll be coming. I know he will. I know it. Millie, Matt will take care of him. He won't let him get you. Will you, Matt? Well, I sure hope not, Kitty. I sure hope not. your town either. Ain't nothing keeping you here. Is there a stranger? I got business here. What's too bad? You're not liking it, no. It ain't gonna be too bad for me. Who you aiming for? I'm aiming for that big marshal. Well, now I tell you, mister, better men than you have aimed for Matt Dillon. They're keeping company on Boot Hill. He got my woman. <laughs> he what? Well, now, what's funny? Well, it just don't sound right. Matt Dillon taking your woman, that's all. He's a man, ain't he? He's man enough so that he don't have to go around asking for other folks' women. She must have been willing. I aim to find her. Besides, there's Miss Kitty. I don't think she'd like it. Who's Kitty? been a friend of the marshals a long time. She'd know about any other woman? Kitty? <laughs> she knows about everything that goes on in town. Where is she? Oh, 
but she ain't hard to find. I said, where is she? She owns part of the Long Branch down the street. She's there most of the time. I believe I'll pay her a call. Kitty? Well, Miss Kitty ain't here right now. Now, they told me I'd find her here. You got some business with her? Yeah, I got some business with her. And I come a long way. Well, it's a fact. She's here most of the time. She's been staying up to her room the last few days, though, tending a sick lady. A sick lady? Yeah. She don't like to leave her much. Well, where does she live? My, um... Well, Miss Kitty keeps a room at Ma Smalley's down the street. But she ought to be in for long. I ain't got time. <laughs> well, hey, you didn't pay for your whiskey. Miss Kitty's paying for it. <laughs> sick lady. Now, just a minute. Get out of my way. You can't go in there. There ain't nobody keeping me out. Now, you just stay right down there and you won't get hurt no more. you no more at all. You deserve it, though, don't you, Millie? Running off with a marshal that way, turning me in. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Don't hurt me. Why, Millie, I ain't gonna hurt you hardly at all. Leastwise, you won't hurt long. Not a knife. Leave her alone. I'll get to you next. No, you won't. Put that lamp down. Fire.
and directed in Hollywood by Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Marion Clark, with editorial supervision by John Meston. Featured in the cast were Vic Perrin, Gene Bates, Harry Bartell, Barney Phillips, and Sam Edwards. Harley Dare is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. May we take a moment to welcome three new affiliates to the CBS radio network. KBEE, Modesto, California. AFBK, Sacramento, California. And WATV, Birmingham, Alabama. We're very happy to have you with us. This is the CBS radio network. is best, stands out from all the rest. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Conrad, the transcribed story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. <laughs> We've been waiting for you, Mr. Dillon. Oh, is there something wrong? Yes, it's Mr. Doby. He's at the desk in the hotel there. He's real upset about something. He wants to see you. All right. Uh, you both wait here for me. I'll be right out. Yes, sir. All right. Marshal Dillon, I've sure been wanting to see you. Oh, what's the trouble, Mr. Doby? You got a riot in here or something? There'll be a riot if you don't get them people out of here, Marshal. What people? The Daggetts, that's who. Well, who are the Daggetts? Big Dan Daggett, he calls himself. And he is big, too, Marshal. I never heard of him. He's only been in Dodge since yesterday. He's one of them mountain men from on west. He's a hunter or something. One of them real hairy fellas. Shouldn't be allowed around other white men. Oh, why not? What's he doing? He's sitting in my hotel. I let him in before he told me. Before he told you What? It's better you see for yourself, Marshal. Room's right at the top of the stairs there. Well, okay, Doby, let's go. It's true, ain't it, Marshal, that I don't have to let nobody stay in my hotel I don't want. I guess so, if you got a good reason. <laughs> That's plenty of reason. Three men have moved out already. And that sounds to me like he must have a box of rattlesnakes with him or something. Worse than that. 
This is room here. Uh, this is a double room, isn't it? He needs it. Needs a whole doggone prairie. And that's where he's going. Now, you tell him, Marshal. Hello? I got the U.S. Marshal with me this time, Daggett. Oh? I'm Marshal Dillon, Daggett. Dobie wanted me to come over here and meet you. Come on in. How you were right about his being big, Dobie. Man can't help being big. It's no offense. It's all right. There have been times I wished I was smaller. Not that I can't move as fast as any man. I'm easier to see is the only bad part. Tell me, Daggett, what's the trouble between you and Dobie here? It ain't my trouble, Marshal. All right, Dobie, I guess you better explain. There's nothing wrong here that I can see. It ain't him. It's his wife. What? You don't like my wife because she's an Indian, Marshal. That's a lie. What do I care if she's an Indian? I don't understand. Where is she, Daggett? In another room. We'll bring her in here. Dobie, you know what I could do to you with the fingers of this one hand? Just the fingers. Don't forget, I got the marshal with me. I use the other hand on him. He starts ordering me around, too. Now, wait a minute. This kind of talk isn't doing any good. You're probably pretty good with that gun, marshal. But I've killed mountain lion with this knife. I ain't afraid of anything alive and not many ghosts. <laughs> ghosts? You even talk like a savage. All right, that's enough, Toby. Daggett, I didn't come here for a fight. I came to see what all the trouble's about. Now, if it's something that has to do with your wife, tell me. It has to do with Dobie, not with my wife. That's a lie. Dan? There she is. Look, Marshal. If it is me they are talking about, Dan, why didn't you call me? It's nothing to do with you. He was trying to order me around. At least he was Dobie there. I only told you to get her in here so the Marshal could see her. Well, now he's seen her. Now, what's all the fuss about? You're playing dumb, ain't you, Daggett? Wait a minute. I don't think he is. Tell me something. Where did you and Ms. Daggett meet? Near Denver? Near Denver? I'm a mountain man, Marshal. Never been on the prairie before. Now, what were you doing near Denver, Ms. Daggett? I was sent there four years ago to complete my education. My father was a chief, Marshal. A chief? What chief? His name was Yellowhorn. Yellowhorn? That's worse. That's the worst yet. I don't understand either of you men. What are you talking about? Well, Dobie could tell that your wife was a Kiowa by the way she dressed. Well, she got to come from some tribe, don't she? Yeah, but being the daughter of Yellowhorse makes it even worse. Why? Two years ago, the Kiowas killed some 18 settlers on raids through the country near here. Yellowhorse led them. Until he was killed. You never told me that. Is that true? I only heard my father was dead. They told me nothing else. Well, what difference does it make anyway? You wasn't on them raids. The feeling's still high against Kiowas around here, Daggett, but you're right. She had nothing to do with them. A Kiowa's a Kiowa, and we won't stand for him and die. Oh, don't be a fool, Dobby. 
How can you blame her for what somebody else did? I blame that whole tribe, and especially her father. And I won't stand for her being here. She's probably as murdering as he was. Go be. All right, hold it, Daggett. I, uh, I'd like to apologize to Ms. Daggett for bothering her. Apologize? Let's get out of here, Dobie. Now. No. You come here to throw him out, and you're going to do it. Dobie, I guess I'm a little like Dan Daggett here. I don't like taking orders very well either. All right, Marshal. If the law won't help me... The law won't help you. Now, don't you try anything else. Now, come on, we're getting out of here. L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. L&M stands out for flavor. 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 The miracle tip draws easy. You enjoy all the taste. L&M stands out for effective filtration. 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 No filter compares with L&M's pure white miracle tip. L&M's got everything. It's America's best. Filter tip cigarette. Uh. Mr. Dillon? Yeah, what is it, Chester? Well, uh, would you mind stopping in Mr. Jones's store here? It, it won't take but a minute or two. Oh? You're going to spend your betting money on clothes again? Oh, no, sir. I mean, well, you see, Mr. Dillon, I, I need a little string tie. Uh, for Sundays, kind of. Oh. They don't cost more than a quarter. <laughs> All right, in that case, I'll go with you. There's Miss Kitty. Hi, Miss Kitty. Hello, Chester. The, the ties is hanging back over there, Mr. Dillon. I, I won't be long. All right, Chester. Well, you're as bad as Chester, Kitty. <laughs> always buying clothes. As Chester? Matt, if Chester's always buying clothes, how come ever since I've known him, he's worn that same pair of striped pants? <laughs> well, he's careful with them, I guess. <laughs> he never gets them torn. <laughs> You'd have to go to bed if he ever did. <laughs> Where's Mr. Jonas? Out back. He's showing Dan Daggett and his wife something. Oh, are they here? Sure. He introduced me to him. Big Dan Daggett. Like you said last night, Matt, he earned the name. He's a buffalo, that man. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. His wife's name's Rose. Said you couldn't pronounce it in Indian, so he made it English. She's a beautiful little thing. Yeah, she's prettier than most women around here. Thanks. Uh, oh, no, no, kidding. No. I, I... You're right. She really is. 
I guess Dan Daggett can't be all brute or a girl like that would never have married him. Yeah, it's too bad Dobie over at the Dodge house can't see it your way, Kitty. No, Dobie's just not thinking very straight. Where's Jonas? Oh, he's out back, Roden. Oh, hello, Marshal. I didn't recognize you. Oh, here he comes. How do you like it, Rose? Who's that, Matt? His name's Roden. He works over at one of the stables. Oh, that explains why he's too poor ever to come into the Long Branch. Jonas! Hey, Jonas! I'll be right with you, Roden. Well, I'm in a hurry. Won't be but a minute. I ain't waiting while you sell beads to her. Hey, wait a minute. What's she doing in here, anyway? Uh, You stay here, Kitty. Yeah. You've got as much right to be here as you have, Roden. Kiowa woman... You've gone crazy. No. Then throw her out of here. Or I will. The woman is my wife, mister. Your wife? Your wife? You'll have to throw me out, too. What? Now, now look here. I I didn't mean nothing. If you don't mean nothing, then don't talk. Sure. Sure. What do I care? It's your business. I don't care. And even if you do care... You shouldn't say nothing about it out loud. I ain't saying nothing. I gotta go now. I gotta go. Well, it looks like you handle that pretty well, Daggett. Can't fight every man in the world. No, I guess you can't. And I don't aim to. As long as they don't push me too far. Uh, is, uh, Dobie leaving you alone? Oh, he's doing a lot of talking around. He's trying to stir up trouble. But before it comes, we'll probably be gone. Back to Colorado in the mountains. Oh? But, Marshal, uh... Yeah? Uh, you come and see us sometime in the next day or so. Rose would kind of like that. Well, thank you, Daggett. It'll be a pleasure. Where's Doc at this morning, Mr. Dillon? I've been up to his office twice, and he ain't there. Well, he was called out to the Duke place last night, Chester. Oh, somebody sick? Well, Doc doesn't get many social calls, you know. I was calling on him social. Uh Oh, well, he'll appreciate that, I'm sure. Well, I think I'll go up to the Dodge house and make a call on Jim Dobie. More trouble, Mr. Dillon? Well, there will be if somebody doesn't stop him. He's been talking to everybody who'll listen about Rose Daggett being Yellow Horse's daughter. How they ought to run her out of town. It's like he's looking for help, ain't it? Yeah. You ought to know better than that, a man like Dobie. Well, that's what I'm going to try to explain to him, just... Marshal? Oh, hello, Daggett. Marshal. Uh, I'm kind of worried. Why, what's the matter? It's Rose. I can't find her nowhere. You can't find her? No. Well, maybe you and Chester will help look for her. I've been everywhere. Of course we'll help you. Now, where did you see her last? Oh, right in our room. Let me tell you. I woke up real early. Couldn't get back to sleep. Didn't want to bother Rose, so I... 
I got dressed. I went out in the street and I walked around. I wasn't gone more than one hour, Marshal. Shouldn't never have left her. Well, did you ask him at the hotel? Did anybody see her leave? Well, there wasn't nobody at the hotel. Not when I went out, not when I come back. Nobody could have seen her. Well, where could she have gone to that hour in the morning? She wouldn't have gone nowhere, Chester, not Rose. What I can't understand. Well, all right, let's start looking for her. Oh, come on. Yeah, I guess we'll start with a hotel. Sure do want to thank you for this, Marshal. You too, Chester. Oh, uh, we'll find her, don't you? Or... Hey, there. Yeah, it sure is. Look, he's got somebody with him. That's Rose. That's Rose in that buggy. Rose? Rose, what are you doing there? Hello, Dan. Well, get down. Here, up, take it. You... You will have to carry me, Dan. Where you been? What happened to your feet? Uh, Chester. What, Doc? Do me a favor. Take this buggy, will you? Sure, I will. Ah, and you, you must be Daggett. Yeah. Now take Rose into the marshal's office. She shouldn't be on the street out here. We'll go. Hmm. She told me about her husband, Matt, but she didn't tell me that he was that big. Come on, let's follow him. Yeah. Tell me, Doc, uh, what was Rose doing with you? I found her out in the prairie, about ten miles east of here. Well, what was she doing out there? Uh, I'll let her tell you that. Just you stay and sit right there, Rose. I'm all right there. Oh, Doctor, this is my husband, Dan. Well, I kind of gathered that, Rose. Glad to know you, Dan. Yeah. Good thing you come along, Doc. You feel up to telling the whole story, Rose? Mm-hmm. I expect the marshal here will be interested, too. Yes, all right. Ah, good. And then I want you to come up to my office with me. Yes, doctor. Has she been hurt, Doc? Go ahead, Rose. Tell me. Well, early this morning, I woke up when somebody tied a bandana over my face. Never should have left you alone. Oh, that is foolish talk, Dan. It was not your fault. Go on, Rose. Well... It was two men. They never said a word the whole time. They never talked once. But they carried me out the back way. And then they tied me onto a horse and led it way out into the prairie. They finally stopped and took me off and untied me. And then they took my shoes away. And they rode off. Finally got the blindfold off. And I... I walked and walked till I saw the doctor's buggy coming. I could not have walked much farther. Rose. Rose. Now, wait a minute, Dan. Rose, you never saw these men. No. And you never heard their voices. No, but... But I heard them walk. Everybody has a different walk. Or did you recognize either of them from hearing them walk? No. It was not Dobie or that man in the store. We'll find them, Rose. We'll sit on the street. We'll listen until we find them. 
When we do, I'll cut them. I'll cut them awful before I kill them. No, Daggett. You let Rose find them if she can, and then I'll take them. They're mine, Marshal. They're just as much mine as Rose is mine. I wouldn't let nobody else in the world touch them but me. That'd be murder. Is that what you call it? Rose, Doc wants you in his office. You go along now. And then we'll start listening. It's as good a way to hunt as any. L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. L&M's got everything. Everything? Everything. Best flavor? L&M stands out for flavor. The Miracle Tip draws easy. Let's you enjoy all the taste. Best filter? L&M stands out for effective filtration. No filter compares with L&M's pure white Miracle Tip for quality or effectiveness. Best tobacco? Highest quality tobaccos. Low nicotine tobaccos. L&M tobaccos. Light and mild. Every way, L&M is best, stands out from all the rest. They've got everything. King size or regular, L&M is America's best filter tip cigarette. next few days, the Daggetts took up their post on the boardwalk halfway down Front Street. Rose would sit there for hours, her head down, her eyes half closed, listening to the footsteps of hundreds of men as they passed. And Daggett would stand at her side, his bowie knife in his belt, waiting with animal patience for a sign from his wife. But it didn't come. And I began to hope that for his sake, the kidnappers had left the country and nothing had happened. And then the morning of the third day, Chester and I were loafing around on the porch of the general store. Well, where's the daggets this morning, Mr. Dillon? They ain't over there where they usually are. Well, I guess they haven't started yet, Chester. I swear every man in Dodd must have walked past there by now. All but two, maybe. Mm. Morning, Marshal. Chester. Hello, Mr. Doby. Doby. I'm looking for the Daggetts, Marshal. You seen them? No, I haven't, Doby. But Dan Daggett isn't taking things as easy as he was. If I were you, I'd stop looking right now. Doc told me what happened, Marshal. Doc did, huh? Well, he knew nobody else would. So he took it on himself. What for? For my own good, the way he put it. Well, did it do you any good? Made me mad. Mad at myself, mostly. Marshal, I... I've been a fool. Hey, Mr. Dillon, there's Rose now. What? In, in the street there. She's got a shotgun. Hey, what's she doing? Looks like she's following those two men. Oh, she sure is. Come on. She stopped them. She's got them turned around. But... See, she's going to shoot them. 
Oh, they ain't making any move. How do you know it was us? What if it was? I guess you ain't learned nothing. They will have to do it again. Don't shoot, Rawls. I'll take them. Why did you do it? Out of arrest of them. Dan would have found a way to kill them, even if you had. They're dead, Mr. Dillon. Both of them. Who are they, Chester? I never saw them before in my life. A couple of strangers, I guess. Rose! I'll go get somebody to give me a hand. Rose! What is that, Tim? Why didn't you tell me? What'd you run away for? Why'd you kill them? They're the ones, Dan. How'd you know? Where did you spot them? They walked past our table while we were eating breakfast. You said you was going up to our room. I did go. Long enough to get the shotgun. Why didn't you tell me? Why'd you have to kill them? I could not see you hang for what happened to me, Dan. I'd have gladly hung for it. Anything's better than your going to jail. I will not mind, Dad. It'll kill you. I won't let it happen. It ain't right. Don't try to take her, Marshal. Don't you try. I know how you feel, Daggett. But I've got to arrest her. Rose has got to stand trial. What'll they do to her? Well, I don't think there's a judge in Kansas who'd convict Rose for what she did under the circumstances. Marshal Dillon. Yes, what, Toby? I gotta say something, Marshal. All right, say it. Them two men she killed. I just looked at them, and I, I don't know who they are. But I've seen them. So? I seen them the other day when I was talking the way I was. They heard me and they was listening. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I just had to tell you that. I I don't feel very proud. You're the one that ought to go to jail, Bobby. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Marshal. It's mostly my fault what happened to her and this killing and all. Well, you've learned something now, anyway. Well, there's nothing I can do about it. Too late, I, I feel like hiding. Mr. Doby. Yes, ma'am. Would you walk back to the hotel with me and my husband? Thank you. I'd be proud to. Conrad. Thank you, George. Today, there's one filter cigarette that stands out from all the rest. L&M stands out for flavor, for effective filtration, for highest quality tobacco. L&M's got everything. That's what makes it America's best filter tip cigarette. 
try L&M's king size or regular. I know you'll go for them. Produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Ray Kemper. Featured in the cast were Lawrence Dobkin, Harry Bartell, Lillian Bias, Clayton Post, and Joe Duval. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. you buy cigarettes. Stop. Remember this. In the whole wide world, no cigarette satisfies like Chesterfield. Listen to Chesterfield, two great radio shows every week. The Perry Como Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Dragnet. Tuesday nights on another network. Remember, listen again next week for another transcribed story of the Western Frontier when Marshal Matt Dillon, Chester Proudfoot, Doc, and Kitty, together with all the other hard-living citizens of Dodge, will be with you once more. It's America growing west in the 1870s. It's drama. It's gun smoke. Brought to you by L&M Filters. It's the CBS Radio Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.